Hello there, friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright. I'll be your host this hour for a selection of 78 RPM records from my collection. It's music from the first half of the 20th century. We're going to start today with a little something hot to help thaw you out. This is a record on the Hot Record Society label. The Hot Record Society was formed in the mid-1930s in New York City. It was one of a number of hot jazz clubs that sprang up around the country, something of a reaction to the swing movement that was sort of taking over. These were people we might now consider traditional jazz enthusiasts, people who liked the hot jazz of the 1920s and early 30s. And by the late 30s, most of those original records were out of print and hard to find, and so they banded together in these little hot clubs that sought out original records and sometimes reissued them. That's largely what the Hot Record Society did, although they also recorded their own original material, and that's what we're going to hear now, a record made for the Hot Record Society by Pee Wee Russell, Sooty Singleton, and James P. Johnson. Quite an all-star trio. This was made in New York on August 31st, 1938. A good hot tune to start us out, Everybody Loves My Baby. performances from all three musicians. We heard Pee Wee Russell playing clarinet, Zuddy Singleton at the drums, and the father of Harlem Stride himself, James P. Johnson at the piano. That was Everybody Loves My Baby from August of 1938, issued by the Hot Records Society in New York, HRS 1002. Okay, 
Let's turn to some dance bands of the late 1920s now, and first up we'll hear Bob Herring and his orchestra under the name of the Dixie Daisies. Bob Herring was something of a house leader for Cameo Records in the mid to late 1920s. He made some recordings as well for the Brunswick label. I don't know too many collectors that get too excited when they see Bob Herring records, but I think this one's a pretty good one. It's called There's a Rainbow Round My Shoulder, and it was released on the Romeo label, an affiliate of Cameo. This is Romeo 740 from August of 1928. Irving Kaufman will be the vocalist. And then we'll hear a little something from Boyd Center, kind of an eccentric clarinetist of the 1920s who specialized in that gas pipe style. He's accompanied here by Eddie Lang on the guitar, a record the two made for OK on June 7th, 1927. It's called Not Maybe. And then we'll wrap up the set with a pretty quick stepping thing from George Olson and his music called Where's That Rainbow? And this is kind of a coincidence. I didn't really plan this to be a rainbow set, though we're getting two rainbow songs out of it. <laughs> this will be Victor 20455 from January 19th, 1927. Bob Borger, Bob Rice, and Fran Fry, the vocal trio on this song by Lorenz Hart and Richard Rogers. But first up, here's Bob Herring's orchestra, There's a Rainbow Round My Shoulder.
Where's that love nest where love is king ever after? Where's that blue room they sing about? Where's that sunshine they fling about? We know morning will come but pardon our laughter. Some little curly cue in every play gives away how the story will end. So where is the girly who I know will be more to me than a personal friend? Ain't it easy to see, all right. Everything's gonna be all right. Be just dandy for everybody but me. a real winning record i think a pretty good tune played with vim and vigor by george olson and his music the song where's that rainbow was written by richard rogers and lorenz hart they composed it for a broadway musical called peggy ann which opened in new york on december 27 1926 and ran for almost a full year closing on october 29 1927 after 333 performances the play isn't very well remembered today partly because it had no real memorable songs aside from Where's That Rainbow and (laughs) When Was the Last Time You Heard Where's That Rainbow. But it follows the story of the title character, Peggy Ann, who's living a rather humdrum life. She's the daughter of a boarding house operator. She's engaged to a local boy. And early in the play, she falls asleep. And basically the plot of the play is we follow her dreams in which she imagines herself to be a wealthy adventuress, escaping her humdrum life and going around the world on her yacht. Sounds like a fun play. I would have liked to have seen it, but in any case, we can enjoy the music. Where's that rainbow? Before that, we heard from Boyd Center with Eddie Lang, OK40836, from June of 1927, Not Maybe, that one was called, and we started the set with Bob Herring's orchestra under the pseudonym of the Dixie Daisies, There's a Rainbow Round My Shoulder, from August of 1928. Well, I had a very nice email this past week from our friend Ken over in London, and Ken pointed out that in all the shellac stacks he's heard, he's never heard me play a record by Charlie Coons, which was not intentional on my part. I like Charlie Coons a lot, have quite a few of his records, and so Ken asked if I'd play some. So here we are. I will gladly play some Charlie Coons records. For those of you wondering, it's spelled K-U-N-Z, and Charlie hailed originally from Allentown, Pennsylvania, where he was born in the mid-1890s. He took up piano as a youth and played organ in local churches, and by the early 1920s, he found himself with an orchestra that sailed over to England to perform there, and he must have liked it because he stayed put when the orchestra returned to the United States. He built up his own career over there in England and became quite successful as a pianist with orchestras and then struck out on his own and became known as a piano soloist in the 1930s, one of the best paid piano soloists in the world at the time. He enjoyed quite a long career as a musician there and died in 1958, but left behind many, many good records. We're going to hear three of them. First, one with his Kasani Club Orchestra. This is on the Rex label, number 8681, 
from December of 1935, recorded in London. George Barkley will be the vocalist on I've Got a Feelin' You're Foolin'. Then we'll hear one of Charlie Coons's piano solo pieces. Actually, it's a medley featuring Alone from one of those Marx Brothers movies. I think it's a, a Night at the Opera. Then The Sunset Trail, and finally I Feel Like a Feather in the Breeze from April of 1936. And we'll wrap up this set with a record from July of 1936, again with the Cassani Club Orchestra. George Barclay returns to sing Sweetheart, Let's Grow Old Together. This one was actually issued here in the United States on the Melatone label, number 6-12-06. So, three by Charlie Coons, with and without his Cassani Club Orchestra, for our friend Ken over in London. I hope you like these. go by when you are done fooling with me I've got a feeling you're fooling I've got a notion it's make-believe I think you're laughing right up your sleeve fooling with me life is worth living while you are giving moments of paradise you're such a standout but how you hand out that hocus pocus from your eyes I've got a feeling you're fooling I've got a feeling it's all a frame It's just a well-known old army game Fooling with you
together Love like ours Will never die Hand in hand In fair and stormy weather Has just you and I On our golden wedding day I love you I still will say dear So let's grow old Together sweetheart As the years roll piano and orchestral stylings of Charlie Coons. We started that set with I've Got a Feelin' You're Foolin', followed by the Charlie Coons Piano Medley Number 15, Part 1, featuring Alone, The Sunset Trail, and I Feel Like a Feather in the Breeze, and we wrapped up the set with Sweetheart, Let's Grow Old Together. All three of those recorded in London between December of 1935 and July of 1936. Well, if you were with us last time, you might recall that I played a recording of Mr. Radio Man, Tell My Mammy to Come Back Home by Lewis James, and I mentioned that it had also been arranged for Dance Band, and we're going to listen to a Dance Band arrangement of it now. We're going to bring back Bob Herring and his orchestra on Cameo 517 from March of 1924, their rendition of Mr. Radio Man. As you'll recall, the lyrics are quite sad and sentimental, a young child pleading with the announcer on a radio station to get in touch with his mother and tell her to come back. She's with the angels and the little child wants his mother back. You would never know that by listening to this rendition by Bob Herring's orchestra. It's quite lively. (laughs) Totally belies the nature of the lyrics. After that, we'll hear from Gene Goldkett and his orchestra from March of 1924, a record made in Detroit. It's It's the blues, the number 14 blues, credited in part to Gene Goldcat. It's Victor 19600, and we'll finish this set with a rather peppy thing from Arnold Johnson's orchestra, Brunswick 2411, from February of 1923. We'll hear Sweet Lovin' Mama. But first up, Bob Herring's orchestra, Step Lively to Mr. Radio Man. C-A-M-E-O. The next number to be broadcasted direct from the Cameo Studio, New York City, will be Mr. Radio Man. Thank you. 
quite like that record. Sweet Lovin' Mama. That was Arnold Johnson and his orchestra, Brunswick 2411, from February 27th, 1923. Arnold Johnson was a pianist, and so presumably that was him that we heard playing those ragtime and blues-influenced piano breaks throughout the record. He was born in 1893 in Chicago and was allegedly playing piano in a Chinese restaurant by the time he was 14 years old. He worked as accompanist for some vaudeville reviews and studied at the Chicago College of Music and the American Conservatory of Music before taking a job with Rudy Weedoft's Frisco Jazz Band in the early 1920s. He then formed his own orchestra, which recorded for the Brunswick label in the mid-1920s, and then turned to broadcasting over the radio in the 1930s, as so many band leaders did. Arnold Johnson lived a long life. He died in St. Petersburg, Florida, on July 15, 1975. Before that, we heard Gene Goldcat's orchestra, It's the Blues, the number 14 blues from March 27, 1924, a recording made in Detroit, I believe at the Detroit Athletic Club up in Michigan. And starting off the set, Bob Herring and his orchestra, in March of 1924, Mr. Radio Man, tell my mammy to come back home. Okay, for no particular reason, I've next pulled out a record by Ruth Edding. This was issued in the UK on the Imperial label, but it was recorded in New York on July 24th, 1931. The song is probably best associated with Bing Crosby. It's called Just One More Chance. And then we'll head over to Japan and hear one of my favorite Japanese singers, Dick Mine, give us his take on another tune that was quite popular in the early 30s, but I'll leave that as a bit of a surprise. For now, just sit back, relax, and enjoy Ruth Edding. We spend our lives in looking for happiness I found it once it aside I've paid for it with hours of loneliness I've nothing to hide I bury my pride for just one more chance to prove it's you alone I care for each night I say a little prayer for Just one more chance Just one more night To taste the kisses that enchant me I'd want no others if you'd grant me Just one more chance I've learned the meaning of At my trial, I know that I should serve my sentence. Still, I'm hoping all the while you'll give me just one more word. I said that I was glad to start out, but now I'm back to cry my heart out for just one more chance. Oh, child. 
毎日遊んだあの子も今はただ幻寂しい寂しい帰って帰って街はびて毎日私は泣いているのよ probably recognize the song as Lover Come Back to Me. That was Dick Mine and his Serenaders, a recording made in Japan in February of 1935, issued there on the Teichku label, number 306. I really like Dick Mine's singing, and I keep an eye out for his records. I've featured them a few times in the past here on the Shellac Stack and commented that Dick Mine enjoyed a popularity in Japan that rivaled that of Bing Crosby here in the United States. But while Bing's records went all around the world. I don't think Dick Mine's ever really made it very far out of Japan. Some were issued in Korea as well, but I don't think many Americans ever became aware of Dick Mine, who sang a lot of American songs but translated into Japanese. Before that, we heard from Ruth Edding in 1931, a record made in New York, Just One More Chance, a song associated with Bing Crosby. <laughs> Here we have all this talk of Bing, and I don't have any Bing Crosby records stacked up today. Oh well, maybe we'll do that next time. Before we continue, I would like to pause for just a moment and remind you that you can reach me by sending an email to shellacstack at gmail.com. Again, that's shellacstack at gmail.com if you're so inclined. You can send along your comments, suggestions, or requests. You can also reach me through the Shellac Stack website, which is www.shellacstack.com. Again, www.shellacstack.com. And I don't often solicit reviews, but I'll remind you here too that the Shellac Stack is available through iTunes and other podcast directories. And on those sites, you can leave a review of the program if you enjoy what you're hearing. Leaving a review will help draw attention to the program so that others might help find it. So I would be grateful if you might take a moment and share your thoughts about the Shellac Stack wherever it is that you listen. Okay, let's continue now with two different versions of the same piece. It's a tune by Bubber Miley and Duke Ellington called Black and Tan Fantasy. You've all heard it, I'm sure. We'll hear it first, played by the Milt Hearth Trio, Decca 3393 from April of 1940. And then over in London in July of 1933, we'll hear it played by Billy Cotton and his band on a Regal Xonophone record, MR1037. So, two versions of Duke Ellington's Black and Tan Fantasy for you, starting with Milt Hearth and his trio. Thank you. 
Well, we're going to close the program today by reaching into the request bag one more time. I got another nice note this past week from Timon in snowy Holland. And Timon wrote, first to request anything by Florence Foster Jenkins. And (laughs) I have only one Florence Foster Jenkins 78. They don't turn up too often. And I've already played both sides of that here on the shellac stack. So instead, I'm going to go with Timon's second request, which is for something gospel-flavored for his wife, Agnes. So I pulled this out by the Mills Brothers from about 1950. It was issued on Decca's purple label Faith series, record number 14525. It's the tried-and-true hymn, Jesus, Savior, Pilot Me, given an absolutely gorgeous rendition here. Timon and Agnes, I hope you'll enjoy the Mills Brothers. Jesus, Savior, pilot me Over life's tempestuous sea Unknown waves around me roll Hiding rocks and treacherous shores Chart and compass come from thee Jesus, Savior, pilot me Stills her child, thou canst hush the ocean wild. Boisterous waves obey thy will when thou sayest to them be still. Wondrous sovereign of the sea, Jesus, Savior, pilot me. When at last I near the shore and the fearful breakers Twist me and the peaceful rest Then while leaning on thy breast May I hear thee say to me Probably just as well that our time on the shellac stack is up for today. I can't think of another record I'd want to follow that with. (laughs) For our friends Timon and Agnes over in Holland, Mills Brothers in 1950 with Jesus Savior, Pilot Me. And that is all the time we have on this edition of the shellac stack. As always, I thank you so much for listening along. I hope we'll see you next time for more 78 RPM records. Until then, take care. Bye-bye. (laughs) 